0: Are you ready to apply God's word into your everyday life? Welcome to Ancient Mysteries Kingdom Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Rabbi Kurt Landry. Together, we will unlock the ancient principles of the Bible that empower your faith and equip you to move into greater levels of kingdom authority. Shalom, Kurt Landry here on this Trending Tuesday. And I'm really excited to be able to kind of give you a little bit of an update on what's going on in Israel. We have a new government and a new prime minister and uh, Naftali Bennett and uh, uh, his foreign minister, Yair Lapin, and uh, his finance minister is a Lieberman. Minister of Defense is General Benny Gatz. These are all great people. These are good people. They're strong people. They're they're, uh, left and right people and uh but they all have a heart to be able to protect and serve the israeli government and the people they're already being tested just in the last few hours out of the gaza strip the hamas has sent uh these balloons that they have they put fire on and they've started several fires in southern israel and they've already been tested and israel has has obviously uh uh, Seen where these are coming from, and there has been rocket fire, uh, missile fire from Israel, destroying where these uh, balloons are coming from. So it's it's already uh, happening uh, on the testing, and that's kind of typical. Anytime there's new kids in the neighborhood, the, the bullies were always going to push a little bit and see if they push back, and it looks like with uh, General Benny Gatz and Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, they have pushed back. I did my first program today for Frank's speech in regards to the election of Israel. And so we'll host it here, but also we'll host it on Frank's speech. But tonight, what I really wanna to talk to you about is I know a lot of you know the song. I know it from uh, uh, different you know times I've listened to it and uh, it was written by uh, uh, Robin Mark. And it says, these are the days of Elijah declaring the word of the Lord. And these are the days of his servant Moses, righteousness being restored. And we sing that at House of David and I'm sure you've heard it at many conferences. And uh, I know that Paul Wilbur has made that song very, very famous uh, through integrity music. And, uh, but I really sense that after being in this, Rally, launching Frank's speech, a freedom of speech First Amendment platform, and being there with several of the conservative right people. Um, you know, I'm not a part of that group per se, but uh, my friend Mike Lindell asked me if I would come and pray and speak in and open the uh, the event, and so I felt led of the Lord to go and. <laughs> to prophesy the word of the Lord and to declare the word of the Lord and and to uh, uh, obviously anybody, anybody. If, if you're um, uh, a gospel person, you have to understand freedom of speech that the cancel culture ultimately at its root is after the gospel because our the gospel is the word of God and that's what they're trying to cancel. And why? Because they have demonic roots And in those demonic roots, we understand that we overcome him, Satan, by the blood of the lamb and what our word, the word of our testimony. And uh, so I, I wanna share with you about, so to say, coming out, standing up and being more vocal about what you believe. It's a time to quit isolating. It's a time to quit hiding. It's a time to start to speak out. We're at that crossroads time. And yes, it's gonna cost you. And yes, the enemy is gonna attack you when you do speak out, but he already attacks you when you don't speak out. You can't bury your head in the sand. So before we get started, please go on the chat. Let me know where you're listening from and where you're participating from. And uh, uh, please share and uh, follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel as we grow. And uh, so I want to talk to you about this is the days of Elijah and the days of Moses. Probably probably one of the best places to start in the Bible is in Malachi chapter 4. And I'm actually going to read the whole chapter. It's only six verses, but I think it's very applicable to where we are today, okay? Starts in verse 1. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that will leave them neither root nor branch." So I believe those days are coming. I believe we're in a season of judgment. I believe when judgment comes, that's what this is coming. The Lord is saying what judgment is, is listen, I left it up to my kings and priests, to kind of take care of this evil, but the evil was more powerful. It has kind of overcome them. So now I'm going to step in and I'm going to remove them with my holy fire, okay? I'm gonna remove them with my holy fire. We're gonna study in 1 Kings when Elijah did this, what it looks like, but he, he he's gonna use us, but he's gonna be the one that gets all the glory and he's gonna be the one that saves nations, okay? And, uh, but it's interesting, I want you to hear that phrase, neither root nor branch, because there's something about when the Lord removes evil from your life, he doesn't even want the root, because if, if you cut a tree off and you just say, great, it's gone, if the roots are still on the ground, most likely it's going to come back. And when it does, it actually will come back stronger Verse two, but to you who fear the name, I'm sorry, to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings and you shall go out and grow fat like stall fed calves. So there's two things that are happening in judgment. One, evil is being burnt up and consumed and righteous is being built up and strengthened. I'm gonna say it again evil is being burnt up and consumed in judgment. And those who are in right standing with God are being stall fed, cast, they're being fattened and strengthened. And verse three, and you shall, now after he he strengthens you, go ahead and in the comments say, I need to be strengthened and encouraged. He says, you shall trample the wicked for they shall be ash, ashes under the soles of your feet. And on that day, I will do this says the Lord. So there's a day of the Lord when the Lord says, I will give you every place that your foot treads. Your feet are symbolic of authority. Our feet when we put on the full armor of God is the gospel. That's why you need to understand it, be able to preach it in and out of season, live it, preach it and be it. And, uh, So so the Lord says, and on that day, I will do this thing says the Lord. And I believe that shifting of that day is coming amongst us. And uh, verse four says, remember, now listen to this. This is interesting because remember the song? These are the days of Elijah declaring the word of the Lord. These are the days of my servant Moses, righteousness being restored. And verse four says, remember the law of Moses, my servant. Which I commanded you, uh, commanded him, and Horeb, for all Israel, with the statutes and the judgments. Behold, I will send you now who Elijah the prophet, the becoming before the, the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he will do what he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest they come and strike the earth with a curse. So what the Lord is doing is when judgment comes, he consumes with fire evil, he raises up righteous, the righteous trample the wicked, and they have a new establishment in their lifestyle. Number one, they put the instruction or Torah, Bible, biblical foundational truths as the ancient guidepost of their behavior. And then faith work it through love. He restores the hearts of the father, not to be bitter from what got burnt up in the evil that they used to be connected to. But now they have the love of the father where they're like the father in the Garden of Eden, where he loves Adam and Eve and he gives them authority and dominion. And he says things like, let us create and make man in our image and our likeness that they might have dominion over all this land. He restores the instruction. He instores it, restores it through what? The love of the father for the children, but also the children respecting and loving the fathers, so there's this generational healing that takes place during judgment, why? Because the Lord is into legacy, he's into inheritance. He wants to be able to transfer what was paid for by the patriarchs to the next generation. That's the biggest crime that's happening in America today for sure is that all the, the goodness that has been paid for Uh, We just finished Memorial Day and all the lives that have been lost and all the blood that has been shed and the families who have shed tears and suffered. And now all of a sudden our nation and this current administration has lost focus on that price, opens up our borders, gives our oil contracts to Russia. Now thinking about lifting sanctions and negotiating with Iran, which puts Israel in great danger And all these things are happening when we are a nation that when George Washington started this nation, he needed finance and he went to a Jewish man that actually lent him the money and provided the funds for the very birth of this nation. This nation was founded on Jews and Gentiles as one new man. This nation was created by God to stand with the gospel and for Israel. And we cannot drift from that. This nation knows, the United States knows that Genesis twelve three is true. I will bless those who bless Israel. If you, the United States is so bad and so evil, why does everybody in the world wanna escape where they're at and come to this land? Cause it still has opportunity and praise God, the best is yet to come. So I wanna talk to you about the battlefield cause I'm encouraging you. I wanna say tonight, I'm gonna challenge you tonight that this message is shared more times on the shares, on Facebook, than any other message I've done. It's just a trending Tuesday. I'm not even gonna say this is gonna be the greatest message, but I'm challenging you to have courage to share it. I'm challenging every pastor and every Christian leader to share this message. And the reason why is this, you have to be able to step up and step out and take a stand for righteousness. Because if you don't, then you're going to be found on the judgment side. If you're silent during this time, then judgment will befall you because you have not spoken out. This is a time to be able to take a stand. Now, I understand there is really a PDSD, a post-traumatic stress after COVID. And really what it has done is the social isolation has created a depression. And anytime, listen to my words, anytime you isolate, you will depress and then you will actually become suicidal. You will isolate, depress, and then you feel like my life is not worth anything. So I'm gonna give you four C's before I start here, okay? Four C's. The first C is number one, I want you to take care of yourself. Okay, you need to take care of yourself. You need to you need to uh, do all the things necessary to take care. See, you need to control your thoughts. Okay, you're going to have to learn to control your thoughts. You're going to see where I'm going. I'm going to go into the prophet Elijah when he ba- buried the prophets of bury. I'm uh, sorry, battled the prophets of of Baal. That's hard to say. Battled the prophets of Baal, and uh, King Ahab was there, and Jezebel put out a death warrant on him. And so we're gonna go there in just a minute, but I want you to have these four C's because I'm gonna remind you at the end. So take care of yourself, control your thoughts. Third, you need to continue to stay on course. Don't divert and run away like Elijah did in the story where we're going, okay? And C, don't change horses in midstream. Loneliness and isolation is what causes depression, okay? So, You might be experiencing depression right now, like physical pain or mental symptoms, such as headaches, feeling ill, having pains in your body that you didn't have before, uh, feeling tired, having sleep problems, and a lack of motivation. Listen to this. Depression is is the leading cause of disability in the world, according to the World Health Organization in 2020. More than 264 million people suffer from depression. And now we've just had this mass isolation pandemic lockdown where it has released a spirit of oppression that has released a spirit of death and doubt and unbelief. And you and I need to come out from under it Go ahead in the comments right now saying, I'm coming out in Jesus name. Science Daily says that COVID-19 has likely tripled the depression rate that studies have find. Just in the last year, it's tripled the depression rate because people are not designed to isolate. A new study finds that 27.8 of all adults had depression symptoms as uh, mid-April compared to 8.5 before COVID-19. So before COVID-19, the average was 8.5 that had symptoms of depression. And then the new study says that number is 27.8. Teen suicide surges during COVID-19. Some say it's higher, as high as 300% from emotional and social withdrawal. Suicide in teens just surpassed from number two to number one in death of teens. So, see, nobody, Fauci and all these, they don't want, they only want to talk about COVID and how many deaths from COVID, but not the the total health concept of what they caused with these masks and the isolation and the loss of small business and not going to school for a year. And all these types of things, we as the church, we have the answer. We've got to battle these in the spirit, but we also have to be bold and speak out and not be afraid of the cancel culture. Before COVID-19, the teen suicide rate was the second leading cause of death for, uh, for ages 15 to 19. And this year it's at a record high. No wonder in the book of Hebrews, it says in Hebrews 10, 25. And this is why I am an attendance person at House of David. People know I don't like it when people don't come. And this is why not forsaking the assembly of yourself, of ourself together as a manner of some, but exhorting one another so much more so as you see the day approaching. That's why House of David was only shut down during the COVID pandemic for a few weeks. And then after that, I said, you know, I don't like what I'm seeing on the people. We're gonna go ahead and take all the precautions. We're smart. We know how to sanitize a building. We know how to check temperatures. We know how to socially distance and move the chairs around, but we're still gonna assemble because I knew that this isolation and depression would lead to sickness, disease, and possible suicide. So now I'm gonna go ahead and close out with this, okay? And I'm gonna go a little longer tonight, but stay with me. Go ahead and in the comments say I'm gonna stay because you need to hear this, okay? Because the patterns in the Bible are the best teacher in your life, okay? So let's go. Remember, these are the days of Elijah declaring the word of the Lord. So let's go to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21. And Elijah came to all the people and said, and this is the word of the Lord saying it to us now. How long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, then follow his instructions, vote his instructions, stand for his instructions, Be pro-life, be pro-family, speak it out. If you're for God, then let people know that you're for God. But then it says, but if Baal, follow him. And the people answered not a word, why? Because the cancel culture of that day, they didn't even have the courage to stand up and say, I'm with Elijah. I'm for God. Oh no, they 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 didn't say a word. Why? Cuz they were waiting on the demonstration. I'm telling you the demonstration of righteousness is coming to America and it's coming into Israel and you're going to see the mighty hand of God and it's going to be real easy to kind of move over from the side over here where you're you know don't say a word and then as soon as God starts to win Yay, yay, he's my God, he can do it, Jehovah Jireh. And everyone's gonna wanna sign up for the camp. The Lord is looking for those who sign up and declare it now, right now, when it's no sign of it. There's not even a cloud the size of a man's fist out of the Mediterranean Sea. We're up on Mount Carmel, this was the birth of trash talking in sports. Elijah got it. where is your God? Did he go to the bathroom? Is he asleep? Where is he now? Where is he? And then then he says, I'll pour some more water on it. Oh God, go ahead, just put two doses on it. And they're cutting themselves, piercing themselves. That's why I don't like all that stuff on the body and stuff. They're doing all that, trying to please their God's little G and boom, nothing happens. So in 1 Kings 18, 38 and 39, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood, the stones and the dust and it licked up the water that was in the trench. And now when the people saw it, yeah, now that they saw it, yeah. Now that they saw it, look what happened. They fell on their face and they said, the Lord, he is God, the Lord He is God. I can tell you there's some situations that are gonna come up and people are gonna have to say some certain people who have been taken out of office, I'm not gonna go there right now, but they're gonna say, you know what? He was the best president This was the best leader he was, she was, a lot of all that's gonna come when all of a sudden the shaking comes and the one that God chooses with his hand and his power and he breathes and he burns up the unrighteous. Remember with all the roots and the branches all the branches, yeah. Every place it leaks out into, not just in Washington DC, but it just kind of leaks out that fire and goes every place. You know, it's gonna be interesting. There's a lot of people who have platforms that that should be out speaking, but because of different threats and compromises, you know, they're going silent. It's gonna be a time that the word says those that the redeemed of the Lord, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. 1 Kings 18, 40, and Elijah said to them, seize the prophets of Baal, do not let them escape. So they seized them and Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon and he executed them there. Isn't it interesting? He said, don't let one of them go. See, we always in this kind Christian culture, it's like, oh, well, we got some evil people. They came and they caused some problems within your church or within your ministry. Oh, they repent. Oh, come on, let them back in and they'll do it again. Yeah, they'll do it again because that's what's in their nature. But see, Elijah knew what was in those prophets' nature. And he says, listen, don't leave even a one because I don't wanna have to battle this thing again. All Israel, we're in a huge drought. We're in a very desperate situation here. He said, take them all out. I'm talking about the principle of this. He cut off the evil. Evil. First Kings 19, one and two. And Ahab told Jezebel, isn't that interesting words? King Ahab went to his wife Jezebel and said, oh, guess what? Words, just words. You know, sticks and stones will break our bones, but words will never hurt us. That is the stupidest thing. If words don't hurt, then why does the cancel culture have to police what we say? That's hurting somebody. They don't like the words, words are power. Words are the creative source. God said in Genesis, let us create man in our likeness, in our image. And then he tells, he tells Adam, speak out and name the animals. God could have spoken them out and given them a, a book and said, Here they are, I named them out for you. But no, he wanted him to be a part of the created process. He wanted him to speak it out. Just like the prophet Amos said, I reveal nothing without speaking or showing my secrets to the prophet first. Son of man, can these dry bones live? Prophesy, speak on to the to, to these dry bones. And they did live. But Ahab went and told Jezebel, and all Elijah, and all that Elijah had done and how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message, words. Can I say it this way? And then Jezebel tweeted to Elijah. She didn't go see him. She didn't come heavily armed. She didn't come with a bunch of mighty men chasing. Remember, he just did a battle and it was one against 400. There was 400 Baal prophets, and one Jewish prophet, and he was bold. But one woman tweets, so to say, sends a message, and listen to what she says. So let the gods, the little g, let those gods of fear, let those gods of pride, let those gods of of, of control, the gods that you so much want favor with, do to me. And more also, let them do it to me. I mean, I'm willing to just, you know, if I'm bad, Jezebel said, then just let it happen to me. But if I do not make your life as one of them tomorrow at this time. So what she's saying, you know what? If I don't kill you by tomorrow at this time, let those gods go ahead and kill me. I mean, this is a bold threat. This is a absolute bold threat threat against the man of God. Now let's look at what happens, okay? So he went, he got bold, he faced the enemy, the 400 prophets, and then look what happens in 1st King nineteen four. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He ran, he came, he sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die. Instead of standing his ground, prophesying back to the messenger, I'm not leaving this spot. You tell Jezebel, if you want to talk to me, don't be sending me your messenger. I'll be waiting right here when she comes, and we'll see whose God is God. He would have shut her down right then, but instead, the messenger comes, and he runs like a gazelle out into the wilderness, and he isolates and that's the thing, he isolated, depression hit, and he prays to God that he would die. And said, is it is it enough now, Lord? Take my life, for I am no better than my father's. So all the strength of this mighty man of God, all this power, all the fire coming down and consuming, everything is completely forgotten over a message from a Jezebel that caused fear, he isolated, didn't stand. And that's the key is after you prophesy, you got to stand. And after you prophesy, you got to stand. And after you pray and decree in the courts of heaven, you got to take a stance. You cannot let the cancel culture and you get some bad tweets. We hate you, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah cussing at you and doing all this stuff with bots and trolls, you cannot let them make you run into the wilderness and isolate because in the wilderness and in the isolation is the spirit of death, depression, and suicide. And that's what's happened during COVID. First Kings nineteen five through seven. Then he lays and sleeps under a broom tree and suddenly an angel touches him. So now he has an encounter with God and says to him, arise and eat. He's saying, listen, prophet of God, get out of the fetal position under the broom tree, so to say, and stand up and you need to eat some food. What? You need to take care of yourself. Come on, get up. You need to take care of yourself. You're tired, you just ran for miles. Stand up and I want you to eat some food. Then he looked and there at at his head was a cake of bread on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and then he laid down. After you have a victory, you have to Shabbat. After you have a victory, you have to Shabbat. There's no reason the Lord put in the Ten Commandments, remember to keep honor and keep holy the Sabbath. If you would Shabbat and if you would get rest after you battle, then you would not have the emotional fatigue in the isolation where the depression and the suicide tries to attack you. You've got to rest. So the angel of the Lord's telling him, listen, eat, you got warmth next to the coals, Warm the bread up, Here's water, now take a rest, okay? And the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, arise, eat, because your journey is too great for you. Please hear me, influencer, men and women of God, those who are gonna be bold enough to share, to hit the share button on this message. I'm telling you, these are the ones, In 1 Kings 19 and 18, yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal and every mouth has not kissed him. Yeah. You know that I'm an ex-Freemason, 32nd degree Mason. And one of the last things they do when you make a cursed pledge to Freemasonry, you blasphemously kiss the Freemasonry Bible. And that's what he's saying here. There's 7,000 that haven't put their lips to Satan. There's 7,000 that aren't worshiping all these different things that they wanna be popular on and everything else. There's 7,000 that are going to say, these are the days of Elijah declaring the word of the Lord. And these are the days of my servant Moses, where righteousness and biblical teaching is going to be restored. These are the days when the father's hearts are turned to the sons and the sons are turned to the father, where God restores the covenant of family and the health of family. So let me pray this for you. Father God, in the name of Yeshua, I pray for a boldness for you to say in the comments, yes, I agree, but to share. Even if you're watching this on YouTube, Roku, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you're watching, Frank Speech, wherever you're watching this, I want you to go to Facebook, go to Kurt Landry Ministries Facebook, and I want you to hit the share button. I want to make a demonstration that you are saying, I am, believing that the Lord is going to anoint me with the spirit of Elijah. And I'm not gonna run when Jezebel comes and tries to cancel because we're at a time where the Lord is saying, how long will you falter between two opinions? If you're for God, you hit the share. And if you're not, stay silent because here's the key. There is no time in the history of the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, where we will have to take a stand for this nation and take a stand for Israel. The enemy, once you do it, he's gonna come with the three A's. He's going to have the accuser threaten you. I'm sure when you share this, you're gonna get some threatening comments or negative comments, expect it. It's okay, you're standing for righteousness like Moses. A, there'll be an assailing or an assault, people making accusations. If you are a believer and you're walking covered in the blood of Jesus, no weapon, no accusation formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in condemnation, you condemn it in the courts of heaven, in Yeshua's name An agreement. You're either going to agree with what Elijah said, or you're gonna agree with what Moses said, and you're gonna agree with the Holy Bible, or you're going to agree with the cancel culture and those who are making accusation against all righteousness in all ways. You're either going to agree with them, or you're going to agree with God. Tonight is your night to hit the share button. Tonight is your night to actually say, I am going to take a stand because I am redeemed and I'm going to say so. I am going to make a difference for my children and my grandchildren and my church and my community. I am going to take a stand for righteousness so that when the days come, the word says, but to you who fear the name of the Lord, say, go in the comments, say, I fear the name of the Lord. The son of righteousness will arise. Say, the son of righteousness will arise in my soul with healing in his wings. And you, you, the hero, you will, you shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed calves and you shall trample the wicked for you, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet on that day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. Father God, in the name of Yeshua, the 7,000 that haven't bent their knee, let them share, follow and agree. And Father God, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the anointing of Elijah and the hot coal that Isaiah said, Lord, I'm of a nation of unclean people and unclean lips and I'm of unclean lips. Lord, bring the hot coal and let that touch my lips, not the blasphemous things of evil. Lord, purify me, sanctify me, that I might speak out in boldness in Yeshua's name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for your boldness, your prayers, and God bless you. We'll see you Friday night. And at House of David, 7 p.m. Central for our live stream. God bless you until then. Shalom, shalom. Thank you for listening to Ancient Mysteries Kingdom Principle Podcast. Like what you heard? Then visit us at KurtLandry.com for free resources that will empower your faith to walk in greater levels of kingdom authority. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at KurtLandry Ministries. See you next week.